you who are about to experience the corpse cast, we would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 336 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Steve. Steve. So, Steve, <laughs> Steve, I, I, I've already scolded Steve, and, and I, I need to start off by apologizing to you. Like, literally, I'm like, Steve, is this how you're going to talk? Because if, if this is how you're going to talk, you have to talk the whole time. So, <laughs> hey, we don't go up and down. So, the levels stay the same. I'm going, I'm trying. I'm going to try to be consistent. He's having a rough yeah. week, man. He had Two, a couple four. of pets dies. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 dog. Let's just say we are done with yeah. summer. How about that? I know. I love summer. Oh, I hate summer. Yeah, I feel fall in the air already, though. Yeah, it, it's starting yeah. to get cold at night. I was yeah. at my son's yeah. football game that started at six and ended around eight, and uh, um, God, there was a little bite in the air, and and uh, oh, that under the lights, oh, it was beautiful. I'm so right. pumped for it. But come on, no, I I'll give fall <clears throat> from the equinox until Halloween. Well, After that, fuck it, fuck it, yeah. fuck it. Then fuck you're fall. done. Yeah, until <laughs> until this. Uh, well, I'll do the winter solstice only because the days are getting longer. Yeah, but fuck winter and give me the spring equinox. Yeah, that's back that's wild. That's a controversial take. I, I must yeah. say. Yeah, I must well, say. fuck winter. Well, I hate winter as well. But yeah. here here's why. I hate the heat in summer. Right. Oh yeah, but I if, like it. But if you wake up early, yeah. like in the morning, like if you're out for work by like seven, yeah, you know, it's like, oh man, what a beautiful time, you know. It is in the morning in the winter. Right. It's not a beautiful time. No, and it everything sucks. sucks. It does. It sucks. I hate it. And I know you don't know why, yeah. but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. I know why. Well, I was because I was it, just it, quoting it, uh, oh. our our uh, the the. Uh, uh, wonderful philosopher, uh, 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 what's his name? Come on, Limp Bizkit, oh, Fred Durst. Oh, Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> just, just an all-American philosopher, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Durst. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Durst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so tell me why. Now, yeah. now we're all interested. Well, I wake up, it's dark. I go to work, it's dark. I come home, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah, I'm inside in an office all day in dark. It's dark. Dude, we need to, we need need to someone, buy you a UV ray, get some of that vitamin God. D. I need to just like go to Puerto Rico yeah, yeah. for that time I mean, of year, you know, just, and just enjoy. Yeah. No, don't do that because I don't know how how good their internet is and then the podcast might Puerto be Rico. Rough. Yeah, they've got be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Oh, you got to go. Puerto Rico is amazing. It's beautiful. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah the people are beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Well, I'll go. Yeah. You sold me. Yeah. Actually, maybe that's not a bad idea. Oh, that's great. So why don't we do this? Why don't we get into the show? Uh, yeah. We're doing something a little bit special today. I don't know how special it's going to be. I feel special about it. But uh, well, you yeah. Yeah, well, okay, well, good. Well, I'm actually pretty excited about it. I've called this episode "Lists Ahoy." Lists Ahoy. Like, I don't know like why. Chips Ahoy. Like Chips Ahoy. But, but like lists, lists, Ahoy. lists Ahoy. Because we're going to be doing our top <laughs> ten favorite uh, horror comedies. These aren't the best horror comedies. These are our favorite horror. Oh, comedies. you see, you see. Now I did my list. To what I think are the best 
horror comedies. Oh, you know, well, not that necessarily that no like my favorite. My, like my favorite. Oh, my, these are my favorites. But is like what I think are some of the best horror comedies. I bet you we have a lot a of fan. Them. Oh, okay. You know, can okay, watch. Sure. And if you've never heard any of these movies before. <laughs> You know, I would encourage you to watch them if you like horror comedy, which yeah. I love horror. Comedy. Oh, I love horror comedy. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing with mine though. Yeah. There's a few on mine that if you if you're not into horror at all, yeah. And you know you're you know horror comedies, you do not want to start with these. There's a few that you need to kind of flex a little, stretch, well, stretch a little, all that stuff. It, especially, yeah, I could say that. I could definitely, especially the five, top five. You know, and if my you number one is like everyone's seen it and everyone loves it, but okay, if you don't have my number one on your list, well, what are you gonna do, Steve? Nothing. I'm just okay. gonna maybe cry. But I'm also here's yeah. here's also what I'm gonna do too. So I, I'll talk about how I came up with the list, and, and I'd like you to do all that right, too, all right, all right. and then how we whittled, whittled it down and all yeah, that stuff. Okay. But, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, I do want to say we did have sadness. William Friedkin passed away, uh, uh, and that's kind of a bummer, right? Because I actually just listening to him talk about um, The Exorcist is super interesting because there's a lot of things after having seen it 800 times, right? And then and he was such a he he had such a way with words and describing things, right? And, I mean, there were other films that he did stuff like that. Obviously, um, The Exorcist is my favorite of his work, but I mean, listening to him talk about it. It brings to, it brings to mind things that I never thought of, things I never saw in the film, right? Right. So it's like I don't know. That's I mean, I mean, a lot of times when celebrities pass away, I'm not you know super, yeah, sure, you know, because sure. oh they're old or whatever, and yeah, or you know whatever reason, it's like it, I didn't know them personally, so it's difficult for me to like feign that whatever, right? Right. But and I'm not saying that I knew him personally or that I had this deep connection or that that uh, you know he was like my idol or anything like that. But I mean it is it, it is kind of sad when such a big talent you know passes away and and uh, so we're not gonna you know get anything more of that. But have that, you ever have you ever been there to Georgetown to the house? Yeah, me and Shane actually got flown out there. Oh, that's right. And that's uh, right. we took a we took a picture on the uh, exercise on the stairs, stairs about a, you know hundred yards away from the house. But no, still, it's nice. You know, I mean it it's was cool. It's uh, no, it was yeah. it's a. Uh, Coming from Salt Lake, that's a different world. It know? really is. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of places are are uh, a different world when you're coming from Salt, Salt Lake. Salt Lake is a different world. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. So you're saying we're the different ones? We're the different world. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. That's wild. Okay. I, I kind of picture Salt Lake, kind of it. You know, like in this area of the U.S., it's kind of like um, a spaceport, like Deep Space Nine to me. Right. Yeah. You know, like everything else is like deep space around. And then they you hop know, over us to get there. You know, you gotta refuel. Stop. We gotta stop here. Yeah, and then move on. Kind of like you know, Lovelock. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, I I don't mind that at all. We've I mean, we've even got an inland port and all that. Oh, you know, so God. it's like yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. exactly the inland port. <clears throat> okay, so. Um, geez, it's been four weeks since we, uh, it's been too long since we, uh, last it's been recorded. too long. I was going to, uh, go over some of the movies that I, that I'd seen, but I've seen a oh. hundred movies just kind of like chit chat yeah. about yeah, what yeah, we yeah. were watching. Okay. Let's, let's hear Um, okay. Well, I'll, t- I'll only uh, talk about a couple and there's, right. and there's uh, one that I definitely wanted to bring up. Uh, it's called the haunted palace. I believe it's from 1963, but it may not be, but it's from around there. It stars Vincent Price. Oh yeah, and it's the uh, story of uh, oh my gosh, I just of the H.P. Lovecraft. Ugh, I just lost the guy's name. Anyways, it's a great movie. But there's a line in that movie that I will use forever and ever and ever. Basically, what happens is this um, this guy 
uh, his whose great grandfather died, passed away, and all this stuff. You know, he's an ancestor of this guy who the town burned at the stake for being a witch. He comes, takes over the um, the, you know, the castle. He's like, I've inherited this castle, you know, but in, but the the uh, great grandfather, you know, possesses him and starts to you know kind of take over his body. And there, it's a fight with with right, the right. Uh, you know with the possession. Is the good guy come out? The bad guy coming out? But um, when he he brings his wife there and. You know, and she knows something's going on. Long story short, uh, I'll just tell you the part that uh, the best of these. So he's possessed, right? Yeah. And he walks in, and uh, his wife is asleep in bed, right? Um, and he goes, and she goes, "Why? Well, what are you doing here? Because she knows something's going on, right? He goes, why only to exercise my husbandly prerogative. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I cannot Classic. not say Classic. that ever again. Classic. So that was a good one. Um, I actually bought the uh, the Event Horizon UHD, um, like Super HD, you know, disc right, or whatever, because right. I've never seen the commentary with uh, with the director. Oh, and okay. uh, no, it was super. It was actually pretty informative, and it's All right. like I didn't realize how much um, how much uh, I don't know film that they left on the cutting room floor that may never be. You know, uh, found and and it probably won't be found. There won't be a director's cut. It was a lot. I mean, I, it, according to uh, the director, I don't think there was much that added to the story, but it was a lot more of the wicked. Remember when you see the uh, uh, just a little bit when you see like the videos of the original Event Horizon, right? And they're right, all the freaking crew, out, right? Cutting yeah, yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. You know, so Just more stuff like that. Oh, okay. But uh, and and I'll just I'll, I, I watched a bunch like uh, the Dunwich Horror and Dagon Witch because I was going through an H.P. Lovecraft nice, little nice, thing. Nice. But um, I do want to mention one last one um, that everybody's got to see this. Everybody, if you haven't seen it, it's it's kind of horrorish, but it's definitely a horror comedy. Um, and I and I actually watched it. I'm not saying it's on my list, but I'm not saying it's not on my list. Um, John Waters' Serial Mom. My goodness, is classic, that funny? Classic. That oh my gosh, it, yeah, it, yeah. That, that's it's just bizarre to me, you yeah. know. To see, I wish I wrote people's names down, and because I because <laughs> I can't remember. Is her. Tracy Lords in that one? Yeah, she plays a small part. Yeah, it yeah. is a like a a, a a girlfriend of the dude that the daughter that Siri mom's right, daughter right. wanted to date and stuff like that. Oh, but my goodness, it is it's great. It's funny. And who's who's the serial mom? Who's the lady? Oh, it's it's I that's I'm, I can't remember her I can't remember if she was in romancing the stone Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner, right. Yeah. Classic. Dude, it's so good. In in like uh Scooby Doo's in it, uh what's his name? <laughs> I should have write this down. Why Casey am I so Kasem? No, no, like the Scooby Doo from the live action. Oh, oh, um Help me out, help me out. Um yeah, what's his name from what SLC Punk? Yeah, uh-huh. that kid. Yeah, L- Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard is in right. it, and they have the perfect little thing. It's like it was basically um, outside of my mom not being a serial killer, it was perfect. The perfect nice. house growing up at the high school, the nice right, and clean, right. the '90s haircuts. I was a big horror fan, and you know, and and like I said, outside of my mom not being a serial killer, it's right, like right. that was uh, that was my uh, upbringing. Anyways, okay. We're good. Why don't we take a little break and play a um, a little intro? Because we're going to give away the Bubba Bone Saw. Bubba Bone Saw. All right, just like that uh, little intro suggested, we're talking about our Bubba Bone Bone Saws. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for that. I was like, that's become as big of a 
Tradition is uh, the actual bone Base. Saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You people. It's like every time, I'm like, I, every once in a while, I think I'll mention this. Every time I say, let's get a baseline so we can take out the background noise, right? <laughs> every one of these dildos, man, is like, they started, like, Shane's was, blah, 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 blah. Like, baseline, yours is base. How low could you go? It's like, come, come on. on. Public enemy, man. I know. Yeah. I I know. Mean, I, I, mean, I get I mean, it. I mean. I, it's hilarious, bro. Chuck D's a prophet. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Flavor Flav's the greatest hype man of all time. Bro, I'm not gonna argue with you. I don't know why you had to point at me all like aggressive. <laughs> it's like I was like, I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you there. So I um I've been in a Stephen King kit kick, kick uh-huh. lately, watching all the old ladies, Stephen King's Silver Bullet, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, classic. Those are great, yeah. Yeah. And I went and saw Took us to the nineties. Oh uh, yeah. And then I went and saw what is it, uh Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Thanks for the invite, pal. Yeah. Yeah, was, you know, that's cool. Yeah, Tuesday right. night. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. had a whole bucket of popcorn, a uh-huh. big, a large, huge bucket. Is of there popcorn. anybody to share it with to put your no, penis through? No, I, I, I ate the whole fucking thing myself. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I've been shitting popcorn all week long. <laughs> I'm still shitting popcorn. Uh-huh. Yeah, with the extra butter. The bone saw goes to know. the extra butter <laughs> at uh, the theater. <laughs> Steve is still shitting. I'm telling you, if you want to, you want to clean it out. Yeah, the, 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 like this acidity in the in the in the what they a, use a bucket like, of popcorn is like the toothbrush and the nature's toothbrush right there. We're gonna have to frame that somewhere. How was it, by the way? Um, yeah, overall good. Okay, because I was look. I've been looking forward to seeing that one. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of tend to, to, uh, uh, I either get too high on it or too low, and it's just, I don't know. I would give it a. Um, I think it's got a sixty nine on on. So it's RT. not it's not gonna blow my socks off, you know, but, but it's I not would gonna give, piss me I would off. give it like seventy nine. Okay, I would, cool. I would I would rate it a little higher. Well, that's seven point nine. That's not you bad. know. Um, you know, there were some things I'm like, yeah, they didn't. You know, but um, the Dracula in it is I thought was really awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, the actor I forget his name Cunningham I think is a uh, he plays um, in Game of Thrones. Oh, the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He plays uh, the older guy. Well, there are a lot of older guys in Game of Thrones, but yeah, older white guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm at the older guy in that movie, in the Demeter movie. Yeah, 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 the yeah, captain. Yeah, he plays um, yeah. shit in Game of Thrones. Right, he, he I plays forget. shit in Game of Thrones. No, I'm. I, I, it's somebody I like. The guy that. Um, oh fuck! I, I forget. I'm blanking, man. Yeah, I'm blanking. Well, old age. We're having a great. Yeah, old white man right here. Yeah, yeah. Same. No. Oh, um. Anyway, well, cool. Um, Sir, Sir Devos, right? I, I, well, I can see him because I can see the the, the trailer. But yeah, all right. So let's talk about the homicidal homemaker for just a moment, okay? Um, we're coming up on the Halloween season. Next week is September, okay? Um, there is this. Uh, it's called the Hol- homicidal homemaker. It's this girl named Casey. Um, she's got her own horror cooking show. It's on Screenbox, YouTube, on the Roku. It's on Amazon even, and basically what she does is horror-themed recipes, and she does these fun videos right for it. It's like um, there was a show a little while back on the cook on the Food Channel or something like that where it was kind of like creepy cooking stuff. Well, she does this year-round, and it's like if you're going to throw a party or if you're going to have people over or even you know if you're not, I don't know. She, I mean, I even went through it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. you know, This stuff is not only very imaginative. It's like so, so, so instead of just like coming, like doing a couple hours of research, which – was more than usual that I did for this this episode, you know. 
she like actually puts everything together and makes this quality show and gives everybody like great little ideas for nice. fun things like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, I would say, you know, and the thing is, is she's been doing this for a long time. I remember, I remember years, maybe even 10 years ago or something like that. Right. She was much smaller. Uh, but I kind of followed her stuff and it's not personally, I'm not like super interested in making treats and stuff like that, but I always kind of thought it was neat what she did and, and whatnot. So I would say, check it out. It's a homicidal homemaker. Um, Casey Hansen, uh, Screenbox, YouTube, Roku, Amazon. Uh, she's got a website. That's great. Uh, check that out because in, in, I don't know, I, I don't know personally, but uh, how it just seems like everything's free. Like all the recipes are free and stuff like that. Like I was sitting there watching her make it and I'm like, Oh shoot. You know, she's given, she's given it all away. So it's, I don't, I don't know if it's like something that I'm missing or something like that, but definitely on the website, she's got a lot of stuff there. So go check her out. And, uh, if you want to try out her stuff, I will be a, a taste tester for nice. you. Do so, you have any, uh, Halloween traditions that you no, well, yeah, I mean, kind of the only Halloween that, well, there's like, my kids are getting old, so they're not really trick or treating anymore, but like the Halloween tradition and it's all, it's going to be, it's been with my kids and it'll be with Cassidy's kids now is that all Mike does is, is cut out the, when we're carving pumpkins, I'll uh, get out the guts and then let all the children have all the fun. Um, <laughs> they're terrorists. Children are terrorists, guys. Sorry. It's not my fault. They just are. It's true. I'm just teasing. I'm all getting mad at them because yeah. something that may or may not happen this, yeah. this Halloween. But uh, no, yeah. So nah, no, I mean, outside of just trick or treating, not any, not really any big ones. How about you? I like to make uh, pumpkin chili. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah Is it yeah. good? Oh well, yeah. What are you it's a great. basic white girl putting pumpkin yeah. spice uh, in the chili? Yeah, yeah. I can't help it. I yeah. had to get to Starbucks today. Pumpkin chili was great because of the of the Starbucks had their pumpkin oh spice god. today. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, no. I won't bust anybody, but I've just say it's not for me. It right. wasn't for me. And then I like to sit on my porch. I like to get dressed up. And um, sit on the porch and scare the shit out of the kids when they come up. Oh, why not? You know, yeah, that's fun. Like Michael Myers, or I got my costume art picked out. You know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Should, oh, we yeah. should, we should. Maybe uh, you'll let me come over and we'll hang oh, out. And yeah, we'll sit there. I got a great porch for it. Yeah, you got a good porch. I like yeah. that porch. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so uh, we did get a couple of um, calls in. So uh, why don't we get right to those? I mean, after this. The question of the episode. The question of the episode. Call into the bone phone. Leave your answer at the tone. Question of the episode. All right, Steve, what's the question? Why don't you remind everybody? What is the question? Is what soundtrack? outshined the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay also we said hey we're doing horror comedies so yeah yeah why, oh, yeah, why yeah, don't yeah. you got some so it's kind of a I, th- I feel like that was a lot you know we're just like yo do this but right well whatever um and just so you know next episode we're gonna do naughty nun movies so you can call in your opinion <laughs> about those but why don't we get into our uh calls that uh, came in for that we had a couple people uh let's start with just julia oh my, my fa- favorite my favorite She's my favorite. Mike, Steve, <laughs> she be both Jeff, our Julia, 
calling to say hey and hopefully answer the question of the episode, I think, before Steve got sick and you guys had to postpone. Yeah, bummer. The question was, what are your top favorite horror films of all time? Oh, yeah. You know I'm older, so my list is a little longer. Barely. Or it goes a little deeper, but I'll give you the top three. Cool. Um, and not Nosferatu, the original. No way. Okay. Oh. That still bleeds me out. You were no horror back then. Horror comedy. That close. felt almost like a documentary when I first saw it. it so no, so so I th- I think she misunderstood a little bit because it can't be just Julia's fault. But yeah, I think she's just doing favorite horror movies of all time. Oh, got it, so, got it. All right, all right. We got Nosferatu. Yeah. And then we got Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Which are great, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how funny they are, but yeah. Terrified me, and then have to raise a glass to. The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah kind of yeah, hard yeah. to impress upon people 50 years later what a landmark production that was. And how good it still and is. And how astonishing it was because it treated horror seriously. And I respect it tremendously for that. Yep. Speaking of The Exorcist, let's also raise a glass to director William Friedkin, yep. who passed. He had an astonishing career, uh, and uh, not the least of which was of The Exorcist, but he also gave us The French Connection, dozens of others astonishing films. Also, two more horror films that are highly underrated, um, Bug and The Bay. Oh, my gosh. Bug. I forgot that he done Bug and The Bay. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Bug, Bug that... was with uh, uh, not uh, Winona Ryder's. No. What's Winona's name? Come on. Why am I so bad with names um, right now? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her younger sister, right? Yeah, and it was wild, and it had Zod in it. And then I, I remember watching that, going, "This, this movie it's, grossed me out." You know, yeah, it just reminded me of doing a lot of drugs. No, I, yeah, I never and, come and, close and, and to that. Bugs under your skin, yeah, yeah, creepy. And that then creeps me out. the Bay too. That's that's a very underrated one. That one was creepy. That's I. If if I let me let me don't, before I open my mouth, let me. Let me, uh, yeah, 2012 horror. Yeah, this is the one. Basically, it's um, eco horror. They messed up the bay, that, oh, you know, all that stuff. I haven't and seen it. I haven't, I haven't checked that one out yet. Hope yeah. a mutant waterborne parasites that take control right. of their minds and bodies, and uh, and it, it's yeah. It, I if I gosh, was this found footage? Anyway, so. Yeah, I do remember that. I need to check that one out again. In fact, I'm putting it on my list. Where's my phone? But anyway, okay, cool. No, I forgot about those two. Because when you think William Friedkin, typically I think like, oh, shoot, the, uh, oh, the, the, like she said, the French Connection, the Exorcist, or oh, there's one. That, oh, I am so bad today, bro. <laughs> Me too. It's like the, <laughs> oh, it's, it's the one with a guy from Jaws. William Friedkin movie. Richard Dreyfus? No. Oh, look at um, look at me. Uh, uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, shoot, William Freakin. His movies were. I saw. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna come up with it, but I'm not gonna waste everybody's time on this. Um, but it was it wasn't necessarily a horror movie, but it was a, a Killer Joe was amazing. That was a, that was a good one. I liked that one quite. Yeah. See, I don't even I didn't even think about those. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Rules of Engagement. That was a big one. That's a good one. Oh my gosh! It's like. Oh, the the guardian, the one where the oh, the yeah. babysitter goes in right, and, right, and right. then she turns into a tree monster. Uh, rules. What was the one in theater? It was from the seventies. A sorcerer. It was oh, called Sorcerer, and it classic. has. Uh, oh, that's what I'm saying. 
it has it was he directed it and it has uh, Roy Scheider in it. Oh, and okay. So Roy that, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. The guy from Joth. But that I remember that one blew me. Out. I haven't seen that in years as well. What was the one I was going to get? The Bay, because I'm going to find that one. I'm going to watch that tonight. Nice. Anyway, let's. Why don't we allow her to speak again? Because you guys are already tired of my voice, and we got a long way to go, <laughs> Phil. Okay, they're not The Exorcist, but they're really good movies. Anyhow, uh, love you guys. Hope everyone stays safe. We got Hurricane Hillary coming up. Southern California here, so we're going to hope to batten down the hatches and stay dry. Yeah, wild. Hope everyone's okay. Also, send a thought to the good people of Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Uh, the devastating fires. Uh, I don't even know what to say about that. It's wild. Love you me. guys. Bye. Love you too. Yeah, that's, it's. you know what, living in Utah, we're kind of lucky because we're, we're so far inland and, and we don't, I mean, we have fires and stuff like that, but all this stuff is always happening, it seems like, and it's just such a bummer. But here I am safe and able to watch horror movies and I'm rather have it. It's, either... the, it's the Zion's curtain. The Zion curtain is protecting us. <laughs> that, that, you know what? That's right. Yeah. We, yeah. we got Jesus on our side. And uh, also it's, it's wonderful because uh, it's so thick that like we think it's normal here and weird everywhere else. Okay. Right. So it, it's as thick as the inversion. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what it was. I thought that that was the iron. The inversion was the iron. The inversion is designed uh, because curtain. you can't see past that right. shit at no, all. No. <laughs> all right, we got Steve who called in. Steven. what's up, bitches? Yeah, he's nice. I really don't have anything to say about Mike's mom today because yeah, she was just all right last night. Ugh. I don't know. I think she had I was worried about her son. Anyway, um, punch him. Or comedies. Uh, a couple of them. Uh, Really like, uh, of course, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Everybody Huge. fucking loves that one. And yeah, it's awesome, and it's pretty much my life around here in West Virginia. Nice. Uh, <laughs> of course, I can't afford a va- nice vacation home like them, but yeah. Wait, wait, do? wait! A nice vacation home that Tucker? Do you remember what it was? It was oh, like yeah, that was the one that was like had nails falling out everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. Just, okay, it was great. It was perfect. I love that. Uh, movie. Let's see, Bloodsucking Bastards. I caught that one as oh. horror hound. It's uh, kind of like. Bloods yeah, looking bastards. I haven't seen that. Some idea. It's like Office Space meets vampires. It's uh, pretty fucking good. I laughed. Oh, I need uh, to see another it. one that I don't hear people talking about much. I thought was really great when it came out. Was Black Sheep. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, New yeah. Zealand like where the yeah, sheep are fucking killing people. It's fucking. Yeah, Chris Farley was great in it. Uh, Psych. I joke. He was in a movie. And uh, let's see. But there was another one I wanted to mention, but damned if I can't think of it. Oh well, all right. Well, those are the three big ones that spring to mind. Thanks, man. Nice. Two nice. of them most people don't really talk about. So uh, check them out. I think they're both on Tubi right now. So. Tubi's the best. Anyway, you bitches be cool. We'll talk at you later. Oh man, appreciate you calling in, even though you're a real dickhead. Uh, by the way, if anybody's <laughs> ever going to call on the show and mention to uh, Tubi, say Bonesaw Award-winning Tubi. Okay, because that was our first bone saw. <laughs> but no, those are some good ones, man. It's, those it's are, hard to black sheep. We were talking about doing that one for a New Zealand. We should still do yeah. a New Zealand because yeah, awesome. you know what else we're doing. I don't know. We we might have already done it, but I've been I've been watching what we do in the shadows, the TV series. Oh, and right, oh my, right, right. I love that show you so know, much. I have had the hardest time getting into it. Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I just, I there's just, a very specific type of humor in it, right? Yeah. No, for sure. And maybe I need to give it more of a chance. But I've got diverted by watching Reservation Dogs. Oh yeah. Have I you have seen, seen that? Oh, 
I, I love that show. So, Reservation here, so let me ask you so something. Good. So let me ask you. Yeah. So Reservation Ducks, is it yeah. one where if you watch the third episode first, you're not going to know what's going on because you need to know what's in the first episodes? Oh, you mean like the third season or the no, third episode? No, like third episode or no, third season. I mean, you can, Meaning, you does can it build up. on the... Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah. Watch it from the beginning. I typically don't like shows like that because it's like, not because they suck necessarily, but because yeah. they, I, I don't want to invest in like... And like a series, no, that I long. hear you. I hear but you. no, I mean that's just me though. It's I'm not I'm not like trying it, to. It's definitely a coming of age progression, you know, of uh, of these kids in a, on the reservation in Oklahoma, uh-huh. and it's awesome. Well, it's great. I, the I'm writing is it. amazing. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Let's the writing see. is it's some of the best writing out there. I think right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, is it emotional? At times, I ain't trying to watch that. Yeah, shit. You're gonna cry if I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch a coming of age. It's gonna be no, a. It's going to be a 1980s you know uh, uh, sex comedy. This is this is something you can watch with your kids, for sure. It's awesome. Well, it's football season, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, no, they can watch that with me. <laughs> so, did no one answer? We got one more. Okay. We got All one right. more All call. Right. It's Julia again. Okay. So okay. Let's see. Mike. Hello, Steve. Hello. It's <laughs> just Julia. Uh, golly, guys, I called in already, but I called in and answered the wrong question. <laughs> it happened. There's no it's rules. It's all right. It's okay. Of this podcast? There's no rules. There are no rules. So I'm trying to call in now, and I'm obviously very confused because I've got three things running here to try and answer the question with. One, music-wise, a soundtrack that maybe even eclipses the film. I don't think this counts as, a, as eclipsing the film, but the one that's stuck with me and with a whole generation uh, is The Exorcist. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, the song that made it into a top 40 hit, Tubular, uh, Tubular Bells. Bells. Right, that was right, so right. weird and so different at the time. The timing is very provocative. Anyway, and uh, then also you ask for comedies and horror. That's, that's weird. It, it, it's someone's comedy, maybe someone else's non-comedy, but yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a semi-obscure one called Juan of the Dead, which I think I've called in before oh, about. But I, it's... Yeah, yeah. I saw that a long time ago. It's Shaun of the Dead E uh, in right, Havana. Right. And it flew under a lot of radars, and I don't even know if it... I, I, I just... I enjoy it. It's <laughs> fun, if that's the right word. It's got zombies. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, it's mean, funny. Yeah, okay. Nice. I'm stammering, and it's Friday, and I'm really... Not in my zone right now, oh, but guys, I love you good. all. Love you too. Be safe. Have a good weekend. Bye. So, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. When we get into these, when we get into like our uh, our subjects and whatever, right? It's like there are no rules, so don't feel weird. Or don't feel you know. Just call in. We'd love to hear from you, even if you want to. Well, I mean, I'm not interested in how your grandma's doing, unless your grandma has something to do with your <laughs> a horror movie or something like that, right? But you know what I mean. Never just call it in, and uh, I there's a couple of uh, of answers that I've got for this question. Okay, all right. I think the first now, and, and it's difficult. It, eclipse is a tough word, right? Yeah. But but okay, so, so I'll start with the first one. There is a soundtrack to a movie that made this movie. It, it's a great movie anyway, right? Right. But it made this movie so much better, okay. in my opinion. All right. It's, all right. it's Candyman. That whole oh. little right, right, and then the, the place they do it, and then all of a sudden the 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 the, the I don't it's I don't know if it's symphonic or if it's uh, uh, you know done with a synth or something like that, but it's like the loud parts when it, it just gets building and stuff like that, and I love that. I, that soundtrack's one of the best. I mean, but you also have great 
great soundtracks like for with Hellraiser. Um, you have uh, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, stuff like that, and then you've you've got Friday the Thirteenth with the you know and you know all that stuff, right? Um, but I just want to I want to shout out to a guy who I feel like actually eclipses every movie that he does. Nick Cage. Well, I'm talking the music. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. So so Richard Band is um, Charles Band's brother and uh, son of uh, oh shoot I just forgot the dad's name. Uh, the the dad the father started Empire Pictures and Charles Band kind of ran with it. Charles Band uh, started Full Moon Features and Richard Band does a lot of the uh, of the soundtracks, especially for the older ones like uh, Puppet Master and you know some of those other ones. And Puppet Master, I'm not gonna lie to you. The first time I watched it, I was like, I mean, I love it now, but I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. First time I saw it, I'm like a bunch of do, 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 you know, and right, I'm just like, right. holy shit, yeah. this is bad. But Richard Band. That soundtrack for that movie is so much better to me than the movie itself. Now you progress and they get better at the puppets, stuff like that. You know, same soundtrack, so it's still doing really good. But I feel like that, in my opinion, is really the only soundtrack that I can think of that eclipses the movie. And now, you know, after after many viewing stuff like that, I I've I've come to just enjoy and love the movie. But like, uh, no, I will say that I think that fits that you know the the. Uh, Puppet Master and right, Richard right. Branson thing. See, now this has kind of gone differently than when I was originally thinking for the question. Okay. Because my pick, my number one pick is the piece of crap remake of Night of the Demons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible, yeah. horrible. Yeah. With, it's got that typo with, negative. No, but the soundtrack kills. Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack is great, uh-huh. but the movie blows. Yeah, I hear you. you. Know? I like Monica Kina too. Yeah, but I was thinking, I was actually thinking of, of a question, what, you know, and I don't know if we can do this now, but I was thinking of a question of like, what, um, you know, soundtrack, what what pieces like 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 Tubular Bells or uh, Halloween or, right. you know, or, or Freddy or Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, what are your favorites of that? But I don't know if we gotcha. can do that now. Right. I see. You know, yeah, because you know we I mean? kind of kind of morph right, those right, into right. one. Well, why people can still call in. I mean, we'll have another question for this episode, but you're always welcome. Like like Julia said, there's no rules. You can always right, right, call sure. in like if you haven't called in a specific question that we've already said, go ahead and do it. Yeah. We're we're not gonna get upset. We'll be happy actually. I'll be upset. Stephen will not be <laughs> upset. He's the nicest guy that I know in real life. <laughs> I just know I know a bunch of assholes apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right, what we got for next episode besides calling in your thoughts on naughty nun movies okay um well you want to do i could do another question i got another question yeah yeah that's what i'm saying do oh, it for yeah, next yeah, time yeah. Yeah. oh or we could, i've got another one too another what question yeah do it yeah you want to do that one yeah or the other one no i'm saying both oh okay just said no i'm just saying give okay. your, if, so, you, if you would like to give your thoughts on i figure why not give your thoughts on the upcoming show right or um and but here's the question of the episode okay what director producer is consistent throughout their career? Okay, you know that's a good one actually. Yeah, because yeah, a lot yeah. of it's di- that's kind of a difficult it, one. Because a lot of director producers they get they start out strong, and they kind of dip, or vice versa. Oh, with a few people sure, I can but think of. what director producer is absolutely you feel is consistent in horror all the way through their career? Call that in at three eight five three five one nine two seven three. No, my my goodness! I almost I had a little hiccup. Three eight five, three five one nine two. Wait, 
Yeah. 9273. <laughs> I thought I was giving out my normal number. It's, I have to like every once in a while. You're going to be getting phone calls from. <laughs> it's happened before. I'd be like, hello. And somebody's like, oh, shoot, man. I was trying to leave a message for you. Is, is this Mike? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Dan. What are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> and do you like scary movies? <laughs> do you like scary movies? What, what are you watching? Exactly. So, okay. Nice. So let's, let me give you a little intro into, into okay. kind of what we're doing today. All right. All right. It's difficult to make a good horror movie, right? It's also difficult to make a good comedy, but it's even more difficult, in my opinion, to meld those two genres together and make it something great. I tend to gravitate towards horror comedy, but finding a good one is difficult. I mean, they're out there. There's a ton, right. you know. Um, there's a couple of there's a couple of uh, types of ones. You got like the like the total spoofs, like the scary movies, and then you got you know just the. The, the the ones that are that are ridiculous to the point where you're laughing, maybe like Evil Dead Two, and then you've got the the ones that kind of do it on purpose, straight up, you right, know, like right. like Tucker and Dale. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like every single kind of the, uh, you know. It, it, it's not. I, yeah. I don't really have a preference, uh, except for I don't really like the spoofs very much. I'll watch those if I do. But anyways, um, we didn't we didn't really talk before we did this before we came up with our list. Talk about the limitations of our top ten list, except for maybe. I mean, I was, I'd hope that you'd seen them, you know, and that's kind of right, what I did right. myself. So uh, we're not going to discuss the merits of it being a horror comedy. Like, well, I consider this a horror comedy because if it's like if you do in your brain, it's, right, right. it's, it's you know, so subjective sure. that it's like, so we're, I, I don't want to get into that because I think a lot of time it gets pedantic and like, or like, or the old, uh, is this a, is this a zombie movie for yeah, real type yeah, thing? I, yeah. think, I think we can stay away from that pedantry. But, um, so, I figure uh, here. So here's what I'm going to do. Well, let's just go. Let's do you it. You give yours. I give mine. All right. Uh, but before we give our number one, I l- let's talk about how we came up with the list and our and okay. maybe some of our honorable mentions. But uh, why don't you get started, Steve? With right. Your number ten. Uh, okay. How did I come up with my list? Gummies. Lots of oh gummies. yeah yeah. <laughs> Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and gummies. That, oh, that, that's it. There's nothing more to it. <laughs> um, and then I had to like watch and eliminate and like. Yeah. Oh, so you really, this is a real life. This is, yeah, I I had a hard time keeping it to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number 10, The Lost Boys. Hell yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That was in, okay, first of all, well, you could talk about it, but this is one of my favorite all time movies. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But I see, once again, I did a list of like what I think are top 10 horror comedy. I may like Lost Boys more than I like another movie. Sure. You know, but this is what I think is like horror comedy. Yep. What they, they, uh, they succeed, in my opinion, as being both, being able to capture both. Right. And I'd like to say that I think w- one of the great things about the genre of horror comedy is because of the comedic element, they're to, able to do more horror. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. gorier or whatever. Number nine. We've well, no, talked, no, no, let me oh, do, let me oh, do oh, my you're 10. doing 10. Okay, yeah, then we'll 10. go back and forth. Right. Number, okay, so my number 10 is a movie called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Ooh. Came out in 2006. Uh, I just wrote a, a few notes down for uh, IMDb 6.7. Basically, it's uh, this nice, normal-looking guy, Leslie Vernon, uh, played by Nathan Basil. He has an obsession with movie-style slashers like Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger. Um, he decides to follow in the footsteps of his heroes, who they are. And ever the self-promoter, he invites a documentary filmmaker and her crew to follow him around as he constructs his own grisly legacy. So basically, here this is you think that that Scream is meta, right? Right. Obviously, this is eleven years out, or no, ten years out late after Scream. But it's like uh, so. This guy is there, and he's like, "I am a slasher, you know. And here's what I do: you got to do a lot of cardio, man. 
because they see you and you're walking, but when they're looking away, you're hauling ass, you right, know, right. all this stuff. And he even goes to a, a like an elder, elder, uh, uh, slasher who has a name. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but, um, and he's like, Oh, this is, I've learned a lot from this guy. He's been my whatever. And they're always talking about, Oh, you know, the pros like the Jasons and the Michael Meyer, you know, right, these right. Things. but it's, it's really super funny until the third act when it actually gets kind of grim. And uh, actually, pretty dark, you know. I haven't seen it. Oh, it, it is it so. It's uh, oh, there's a poster right there. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, that's it right there. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, but uh, it's got uh, Zelda Rubenstein in it, who is this house is clean. Oh, right. And nice. uh, Robert England. Uh, I love it. That is See, my. I didn't. I didn't do all these bios on. on oh, don't on, worry about okay. it. All don't right. Worry all right. All right. Number nine. Do it. We've done. We've talked about this. Fright night. I think fright, you know, absolutely fantastic. Fan fright night. Yep, number nine. Fant- here the thing. So when it comes to fright night, right? It's like right in that sweet spot, right? Of uh, you know, I think so. So okay, so here's here's kind of how I feel about it. Chris Sarandon, you know, the suave looking. You know, he's not like suave, like oh my gosh, I am, uh, I am. Uh, Dracula in the 1920s, and I'm walking around to the picture show with me. He's Mina, a handsome guy. Like that. But he's like, hi, I'm super handsome. I live in the, I'm, I'm going to bang your mom kind of handsome right, right. type of thing. And he, you know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I th- This one's a great one, and it's mostly, I think it's a lot of just because of the situation of of how, you know, how ridiculous it is. The kids are, oh, are yeah. you know. All that. Yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, evil's yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. But no, that's too funny. So I got number nine, 1996 point oh, uh, Motel Hell. Oh, sorry, nineteen eighty. Eighty. So we've got uh, Vincent Smith and his sister Ida, rural hotel. They earn most of their cash operating a food stand that specializes in world famous sausages. Sausages, I did say. <laughs> After years of success, the duo's upstanding brother, Sheriff Bruce, eventually discovers the grotesque details of his siblings' booming, booming businesses. And I'd like to just take a minute to say it takes all kind of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Nice. Now, this one's a good one because Rory Calhoun, um, he's like an actual real outlaw back in the old days. I mean, this came out in 1980. He had to be 70 yeah, when, sure. when, when he made this film. So, But it's funny because it's like, uh, I mean, the situation, like how, they, how they're how they like getting their meat to, to, to ripen up, for lack of a better word, all this other stuff. Uh, but he's this—he's just this old guy, and and the whole thing starts because uh, um, uh, some travelers have a bad wreck, and he's taking them, and he takes care of the young lady, and the the he starts getting fresh on the lady, and the sister gets uh, 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 jealous, and all this other stuff. All while he's got this weird meat business going on, and ah, uh, it's great—you got to watch it. Wonderful, nineteen eighty, number eight, Army of Darkness. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. So classic. Yep. Yeah. It's it's definitely they I think they crank it up with the liners. Uh-huh. You know, with the one liners yeah. is my boomstick. Start shop smart, shop S smart, you know, everything. Uh-huh. You know, it's so good, it's so iconic. You got that? Yeah. As, yeah. Army of Darkness, number number eight. I th- I feel like um like with that trilogy, with the Evil Dead trilogy, I just I feel like it was like Evil Dead Two is like is my favorite movie out of all three, right? Yeah, because I think it takes a little bit more of the seriousness from Evil Dead One, which right, I think right. still had its moments of, of levity and, and comedy, right? And then the second one, and then you got Army of Darkness, which is straight up just a crazy like, 
are all men from the future, loudmouth brackets, just me, baby. Yeah, just me. Yeah. You know, and then but the middle one's kind of the the best mix of both. But it is that's also the first uh, movie I ever radar movie I saw in the theater. Nice. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> all right. So my number eight. Uh it's serial mom. 1994, 6.8. We talked about it a little bit. They should have waited. Kathleen Turner right there. I wouldn't have, like, whatever. Matthew Lillard. 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 Ricky Lake. Sam <laughs> Waterston is uh, in uh, every uh, Law and Order you'll ever see forever. Ricky Lake from Hairspray. Well, right. Well, yeah. that's another John Waters. Yeah, yeah, great. But, uh, oh, my gosh. It is, this is such a bizarre, hilarious movie, and it just kind of puts takes the... Like the, the stereotypical nuclear American family right, the 90s and just right. flips it. And it's hilarious. But it's by the, the king of filth and sleaze, John Waters. Uh, what do you expect? Right. So He um, purchased the old club I used to work at in Oakland. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keeping it the same name. There uh-huh. and it's a you know nightclub and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go check it Is he out. He's still around. Wonder. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he hasn't passed oh, yeah. away, but he's just yeah. Like... No, he does like this. Uh, like they do a music fest in Oakland in the park there. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah it's great. I mean, I said, yeah. oh yeah, like I know. I didn't yeah. mean it. To no, John Waters is one of my favorites. That's cool. All right, number seven. Return of the Living Dead. That's a that's yeah. an iconic yeah. classic. Yep, we love yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, as far as like a comedy goes, awesome, and it you know just being a continuation of the Living Dead series. You know, uh, but I think it's so fucking hilarious, you know, and the punkers, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. great. You know, it's, it's, to me, it's one of those perfect iconic eighties right. horror comedies. Well, you know? and that's yeah. one you can talk about having a great uh, soundtrack and, oh, yeah. and all that oh, too, yeah. right? Oh yeah. But it's, it's really awesome. Return of the Living Dead number seven. I, uh, I even used a line from that today where I took my, me and my wife went to Ulta, which I don't know if you're not familiar with Ulta, it's where. Women go to purchase uh, makeup, and it's I love going there. It's my very favorite place to be. I love spending hours and hours there. We didn't today. We did not do it. But uh, we go in there, and there's this girl dressed up like she's, uh, uh, for lack of a better thing, the the daughter from uh, Beetlejuice a little bit, right? Oh, right. And in Catholic school, he goes, huh, you think she likes Halloween? I said, I said, well, you think this is a costume? It's a way of life. That's right. You know? it's, it's right. Like, I'll come up with that. I'll, I'll drop that one. It is. It's while. a way of life. All right. So I got my number seven, 1988, 6.5 synopsis. See if you can come up with it. Ooh, this is a fun game. Now. Yeah. All right. A young man discovers a disgusting parasite that has attached himself to his brainstem. He becomes addicted to the psychedelic euphoria it produces, but in return, he must feed it human victims. Oh. What? What is it? Brain damage. Brain damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Henlotter. It's like you could have chosen any one of Frank Henlotter's movies. Yeah. And so I kind of, I'm kind of like, I was like, should I do Frankenhooker, Basket Case, Bad Biology? What, okay. You know, which one should I do? So right, I'm like, right. I think I'm putting brain damage in. I feel like it's one of the very funniest. Because I mean, Frankenhooker's bad almost, shit. Why? I almost did Frankenhooker. It yeah. was on my list. But then I took it off. You yeah, know? yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, but this one is just like, because Aylmer, uh, who is uh, voiced by Zachary, um, is like, well, hello, Brian. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. It's like, so good. So funny, but it's so bizarre. But like I said, uh, man, it could have been really any Frank Cannon Lauder movie, and it's perfect. I, I almost went with Basket Case, just, uh, ooh, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, no. Anyway, number six, 2004s. Shaun of the Dead. Okay, that's a yeah. great one. Yep. Yeah, I think it was a complete turnaround. 
you know, for horror comedies. Uh-huh, yeah. I think it kind of bring brought out that genre once again. And, uh, you know, and at that time period, a lot of zombie coming out, you know, the whole right. uh, oh, remake yeah. of Day of the Dead and, yeah. and uh, 20 Days Later. But just well, Dawn to, of the Dead was what, 2004? Or Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the, what was this, 2006? 2004. Oh, 2004. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I think it definitely, you know, took what was happening and just another spin and those guys are fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and with that that scene when they're going through the albums, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like chucking <laughs> records, and, you know, and the, you know, going to the bar, and everything, right. you know. Oh, you get you have red on you. You got red on you. <laughs> yeah. Just classic Shaun of the Dead. I think absolutely succeeds as a horror comedy. So I have a problem. I love the movie, but yeah. I have a problem with that movie. What's a little that? bit? Because I feel like back in that in those days, you yeah. had that you had the remake of, of uh, Dawn of the Dead. You had uh, Twenty Eight Days Later come out a couple right, of years before right, that. Right. That led into a, ser- a a time where there were so many zombie movies coming out. Oh, and then yeah. The Walking and Dead Walking came Dead. out. Yeah, and then we just got zombie into today. I got so sick of right, zombie right. movies, but that one is. You know what the thing is too? It's like you. I mean, yeah, it's hilarious, but you look at like the. About the the special the zombie effects oh, yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. and it's as good as anything else out yeah. there, I think. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And no, and those two dudes are are so dang funny. All right, so we got my number six, um, nineteen ninety five. IMDb gives us a six point seven. Ex soldier Bra- uh, Frank Breaker is a guardian of an ancient key that can unlock tremendous evil. The sinister but charming collector, played by Billy Zane. Is a demon who wants the key so we can initiate the apocalypse. On the run from wicked mercenaries for almost 90 years, Breakers finally stops at a boarding house in New Mexico, where, with the help of its quirky residents, he plans to face off against the Collector and his band of ghouls, preventing them from ever seizing the key. Number six is Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Nice. Dude, and this is like, this came out, and it was like, and it had, you know, it had the, it had the, uh, Tales from the Crypt opening. It had this whole right, thing. Right. John Larroquette was in the in the beginning. There's a the the big boobied lady getting out of the. <laughs> I said that very quiet. Uh, out of you know the the whole first scene where where the crypt keeper was directing a supposed horror movie, all this other stuff. Right. right? And then they go into this, and it was actually a great movie. It had uh, it starts off with uh, like a dark road and rain, and and it's like serious and hey man, nice shot by filters playing and. You know, you're, he's going down the road and all this. He's just like, and then it goes to the place when Billy Zane, this is, I mean, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't know everything he's ever been in, but this <laughs> is my absolute favorite and potentially his best uh, performance ever. What was, what was the movie with, uh, that they're kind of ribbing him? Oh, don't mess with Billy Zane or, or uh, what was oh, that? No, no. Are you um, talking about the Phantom or something? No, 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 no. There's this where he does like a cameo. You know, like, oh, well, Billy Zane will take care of it or whatever. And, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, but so that's my number six. I love it. Uh, William Sadler plays the breaker. Nice. Jada Pinkett's in it. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, which is, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't have to say Lowell from Wings because nobody right, knows right. who Lowell from Wings right, is anymore, right. right? And CCH Pounder is Irene, but oh my gosh. Oh, and it has, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, it's, uh, I can't remember his name, but it's Uncle something. He's in every... Uh, Oh, I'm drawing. T- I'm drawing a blank, but uh, I'd have to look it up. But oh my gosh, one of the greatest performances. He's like basically he sold his soul for a bunch of uh, topless women at a bar, 
And I can't say I blame him right, too much. Right. Anyway. Okay, now this is where my list starts getting really difficult. Oh, hell. It gets really difficult. Let's go. Number five, 1981, American Werewolf in London. All right. Okay, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Powerhouse. Now, that was the first movie that won an Oscar award for best makeup. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I did yeah, not yeah, know yeah, that. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, was that, uh, it wasn't Richard, ba- was that Baker? No, who Rick did? Rick Baker, yeah. Rick Baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the first one to win an award. That was the first time they had that as a category, mm-hmm. as in the Oscars in the Academy, and they won that. And um, and he also had had did the Howling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but American Werewolf in London, that was directed by Landis, John, yeah, Landis, John Landis, right? Who did, um, uh, Blues, uh, well, Animal House. Yeah, Animal. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Blues Brothers. And he did a Twilight Zone thing where a dude lost his head. <laughs> right. Let's get, oof. Right. Yeah, that right. was wicked. But I think American Werewolf London, debatable. It maybe it should be higher, but it is absolutely succeeds. And you, when you bring that up in 1981, Howling came out in 1981. Right. And right. it's like, how on earth? And because I've thought about this before. Yeah. I mean, I, werewolves are. Are awesome. I love them. And there's a lot right, of great werewolf right. movies, right? But you would think that, you know, uh, okay, so I mean uh the the Wolfman from you know back in the old days from I was just watching the other day. Yeah, yeah nineteen forty three. With what's his name? Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Do you call him Lon Chaney Jr.? Jr. Because Jimmer's the greatest basketball yeah, player ever. Yeah. But anyways, Lon Chaney Jr. Um so you have that, but there are so many great yeah. like like uh, uh werewolf movies, but why did those two in my opinion, two of the absolute best right, right. come out in the same year. How's that possible? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't think. I mean, we've gotten a lot of decent ones, but like, oh my gosh! See, like, I was, I almost put another werewolf movie in this. What was that? Uh, Werewolves Within. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's a newer one. It's really okay. good. Yeah, what, it's that, hilarious. What's that police werewolf one where he's a policeman and <laughs> shoot? Oh, what werewolf cop or yeah, where like wolf cop? <laughs> yeah. Wolf cop. Yeah, I love that one. Too. Yeah. All right, so uh, that was your number five? Number five. Okay, so this is my number five. Speaking of Wolf Cop, this is kind of in the same vein as that. Uh, 2011, IMDb gives us a 5.8. A man obsessed with exacting a brutal, violent revenge on the man who murdered his dad joins an eager priest and a hot-headed street hustler on an epic quest to find and defeat the mystical monster known as Chris Fuckman, a.k.a. the Father's Day Killer in... Astron 6's Father's Day. Nice. Now let's talk about Astron 6 for a minute. <laughs> these got these Canadian uh okay, so this movie is written and directed by and stars the same guys. Adam Brooks, Jeremy Gillespie, Matthew Kennedy, Steve Kostansky, Connor Sweeney, and I'm gonna give a shout out to Amy Groening, who's just in it, but it's like Yeah, yeah. She's she's great. But so these guys, um, they're like a comedy troupe. I think Broken Lizard, but think like yeah, they're different, but they're are just, in my opinion, they are just as funny. Um, in fact, uh, uh, they came out with a movie called The Editor, I believe maybe 2016 or something like that. I'm not sure exactly. But um, they have The Editor, Manborg, Chowboys, which is a movie that I went and saw at Sundance. It was a sh- it was it was part of a bunch of shorts, but it was just Psycho Goreman. They were kind of, you know, involved in all that stuff. Right. Kind of like bizarre, just weird ass shit, right? Nice. And their sense of humor is crazy. But so this is kind of like with Frank Henenlotter. It's like Father's Day. I could have put this or the editor in it. Maybe even Psycho Goreman, but it's like, I don't know if Psycho Goreman would have been a side. 
But if you don't know who Astron 6 is, Astron-6, check that out. Google it and watch their movies. I even have a DVD. It's kind of old. Um, just with a, a bunch of their comedy shorts before they started making, uh, you know, full-length features. Um, and this Father's Day, actually, they they made it and then they sold it to Troma. So Troma's the distributor, and I don't know, I don't know how happy they were about that, but at least it makes it easy to to find and pick up and and all that stuff. So check that out. It you will die laughing. I mean, I'm still here and I've seen it, but yeah, it was hilarious. That's no, all. Number four. Number four. One of the heavy hitters. Oh dear. See now, what I'm going for is like, what is, you know? Okay, give it to me on this one. 1985, Reanimator. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you cannot fuck with this movie. No. You know, Reanimator is so good. Dude, Jeffrey Combs is yeah. impeccable. Yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah, it is so. You know, yeah, Reanimator and brighter Reanimator. You know, yeah. definitely get a shout out on that one as well. But is like. Number four, Reanimator, without a doubt. Let me. I have a little story about Reanimator. Right. So I have a buddy. I don't. I didn't see him very often, but but uh, uh, he was. You know, he's like, okay, hey, you're into this horror thing, right? You know, what movie should I watch? He came over. We, you know, we went up to like, uh, we just hung out. We came over to my place and we're like, what, what, uh, what horror movie should I watch? You know, so we went like, oh, you know, let's go to my place. We'll check out a movie, and I'm like. What movie that a horror guy doesn't, you know, that will will still think is funny? Right, right. Of course, I think, oh, shit, Reanimator. That, you know, it's right, going to be great. Right. But uh, I have to admit, that might have been a mistake because apparently, <laughs> apparently a scene where a severed head is giving head yeah, to classic. a to a, uh, a naked uh, co-ed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, is a little bit harsh on the normies. So oh. he's just like, I cannot believe I saw. What. He's like, oh, what are you doing? Reanimator you know, is absolutely, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I thought that was so funny though. Yeah. That was so great. All right. My number four, 2014 IMDb gives us a 7.6 of Vampire Housemates. Try to cope with the complexities of modern life and show a newly turned hipster some of the perks of being undead. This is number four being what we do in the shadows. Now we talked about the TV show. Obviously this is the movie right. that, uh, that uh, you know was the inspiration for that. Jermaine Clement, um, also Flight of the Concords, which I right, he right. doesn't do that anymore, but hilarious, right? And then Taika Waititi now is uh, directing everything. Um, Blockbuster, yeah, it's yeah. Like, come huge. on, bro. What happened? This is right, your best movie right, right here, right? right. Um, but it's it's just, I mean, it's just quirky, like little bizarre little little interactions between you know people. You think vampires don't worry, like you see the. The you know the Count Dracula movies and you see right, they right. don't worry about the the little you know day to day banalities right and it's like but this is all about that they even have a meeting about oh who does the dishes you know and all this stuff but my favorite my favorite scene is uh, uh, they're sitting there they're interviewing him they you know I I can't remember why I can't remember why they thought this was a good idea but it was they brought in a, a you know a documentary crew to 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 kind of. I don't know, document it. I guess that makes sense of a documentary of a document. <laughs> but you know, just you know, just daily life for this. And, and the guy's like, and I remember it was on a very cold night, you know, hundreds of years ago. And uh, this vampire took me and he bit me on the neck and then fed me his blood and I became a bloodsucker forever. And it was Peter. And it showed the <laughs> it showed the vampire sitting next to him and he's like this nose for I die every time I see that part, I die laughing. Those guys, I mean, nice. it's just it's just it's so funny, and it's like the stuff they come up with is wild. Anyhow, that is number four. All right, number three. 
Now, this might be a little controversial. Oh, dear. Yeah. We hate to stir yeah, controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's already been mentioned. Mm. But here it is. I Because I find it to be, well, here it is. 2010, Tucker and Dale. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Evil. Because <laughs> to me, it is so, it, it absolutely captures comedy. Absolutely. With, you know, it, it is so, just the deaths, you know, uh, and how Tucker and Dale, the actors, like, interact with these, why are these teenagers killing themselves, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, <laughs> just, like, running right into the log and, like, you know, impaling themselves and, I, into the wood chipper and, you know. Um, yeah, I well, think well, it's Well, the beautiful. dichotomy of how sweet and innocent these guys really are right, compared right. to how these teenagers see them. Right, That right. is the most hilarious right. thing, because they're the sweetest dudes on the yeah, planet. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I they're, love... Tucker just, and Dale. They're just trying to get their their vacation home yeah, going. Yeah. You know, why it, not? Why right. not? And and they're just they they did did they have a lot of heart, you know, which oh, yeah, you don't yeah. really see in protagonists in the horror movies so right. much, you mm-hmm. know, especially from you know guys. What year was that you know, again? Two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's what absolutely one of my favorites, Tucker and Dale. Nice. Okay. So my number three is uh, twenty sixteen. IMDb gives us a five point seven, which is criminally underrated. Um, for me, but I can see why people don't love this as much. Ronnie runs a disco walk, a disco walking tour along with his browbeaten son, Braden. When a sexy, alluring woman named Janet comes to take the tour, it begins a competition between father and son for her attentions. It also brings about the appearance of an oily, slimy, inhuman maniac who stalks the streets at night and strangles the innocent soon dubbed the greasy strangler. Now, have you seen this? No, I haven't. You need to immediately go home, okay, and watch this movie. It will have you saying, "What in the like?" You'll, you 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 can watch it without any mind altering substance, right? Right, and just be like, "What in the holy shit am I watching?" Right, right. and it might get, you know it'll take you a minute to get into it, but it's like like there was a time when I would just be like, "Oh, you're new here. Let me show you this movie." Nice, nice. And it's kind of a it weeds them out because it's just it's it's just bizarre, and you get to see tiny dicks and giant dicks and. <laughs> And all sorts well, of we weird Merkins. I know we all know where Mike is watching it. Tiny dicks and the big dicks. Yeah, but it's just, dicks. it's just wild. It's just it it's indescribable. It's yeah. for me yeah. to describe. So just go watch it. You will love it. So uh, there you go. So my number three, right. Greasy Strangler. Number two, The Almighty Evil Dead Two. Shit, that's my number two. Yeah, number two. I'm not even lying. Of course, of course, because 1987. I think that Evil Dead Two takes 80s horror comedy to yeah. another level. Absolutely. You know, it's low budge, but it it just, the way that it's filmed and, let's face it, Bruce's acting in is, is so over the top and amazing. Can you imagine yeah. having seen, you know, let's see, the Evil Dead trilogy and some of the other things that, that, that Bruce does? Can you imagine him being like a, a Chris ba- uh, what's it, Christian Bale, where he gets into a, a, oh, a, a yeah, role? Sure, in the, sure. No, I cannot see that because uh, he's yeah, right. always Bruce Campbell. Right. He was always the loudmouth braggart. Which is awesome. Oh, and, no, I love it. Yeah, and Evil Dead 2. I do love Evil The Evil Dead series is probably one of my favorite like Same. all the way Absolutely. through. You know, with, with Ash versus the Evil Dead. Even the new one, the remake. The you remake know, and then uh, the- And then Evil Dead Rises. Yeah. You know, I love these movies, but- to me, uh, I don't know, as a senior in high school, Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. absolutely just choice. Nice. I, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I, this wasn't, I think that Army of Darkness was the first one I saw of the trilogy, okay. to be honest All with right. you. All right. Because, uh, so it came out in 1993. Right, right. And uh, I graduated in 1994, so, but. 
So yeah, it's yeah. but uh, no, I came back and this one this one is like the, I think it has an apt uh subtitle, kiss your nerves goodbye or whatever right, you call right. it, you know. I see I saw Evil Dead first. Yeah, you're lucky. You know, on video. And it to be honest, it kind of scared the hell out of me yeah. as a teenager. Too. And but then when Evil Dead 2 came out, I was like, all right, what are they going to sure. do with this? And I was like, are they just read and then it's like this is fucking all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a. How do you explain that to somebody? Is it a remake? No. Is it a sequel? Right, Who right, knows? Right. You know. Yeah. Or why are these people the, the, going back? I'm like, right. I think it's they're supposed to be their first time. The fact that they they do that like whole thing, yeah. they, I think they get away with it. Honestly, oh, the yeah. thing is, who I mean, who's gonna fuck with it now? Right. Nobody. Right. Right. It's one of the greatest. Evil Dead Two, absolutely. And that's my number two yeah. as well. So. Yeah. All right. Number yeah. Why don't well? Why don't you do your honorable mentions and uh, okay. explain how you came? All right. Your... Honorable mentions, like I said. Uh, Werewolves Within, yep. that's it's a new one. Check it out, hilarious. Werewolves Within, I'm gonna look at that. Yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. Um, Frankenhooker. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. Um, what else? Well, you know, and I was even thinking, what about? Oh shoot, I have seen Werewolves Within. Okay. It's the girl with the T-Mobile. Right, girl. right. You know, what about like, um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, you know, or, uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. or, uh, there's there's so many, but I wanted. A good combination of horror and comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't got to you don't got to justify to anybody. Yeah. It's in your heart, bro. Right, right. It's in your heart. Let it go. But my number one is going to be you're going to be like, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, what's your honorable? So, so go. Well, yeah. I'll let me do the honorable mentions. And we'll yeah. do number one. Okay. So, I I kind of wrote out how I came up with the All right. with the with the thing. So basically, I wrote down everything that I could that I could think of. Right, every horror comedy I like think of. Then I even went to the internet just to make sure that you know I didn't, right. I didn't miss anything. So, so um, let's see. Then I went and I made uh, let's see, five cuts to get down to ten. All right, all right. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, let's see. Is that one, two, three, four, five? Okay, okay. So these are the ones that did not make the first cut. American Psycho, Tusk, Ugh, Red State, awesome, yeah. Trick or treat, right? You know, right? Uh, Renfield, because I like that one. I put Renfield's that one out. It's great. New. Renfield is awesome. Come to Daddy, which is a, uh, uh, it's uh, what's his name, uh, Frodo. He's in it. It's, oh, it's right, fucking right, wild. right. Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood. Scream, Society. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Society mostly for teaching me what shunting is. Right. Um, an American Werewolf in London. Oh. Twilight Zone, the movie. Gremlins, Beetlejuice, the stuff. Chopping Mall. Oh, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. two. Class of Newcomb High and, you know, all the rest of those. Right. Uh, Club Dread, Jack Frost, not the one with uh, Batman and the one where- <laughs> Michael Keaton. Yeah, not Michael <laughs> the, the one where, like, an evil spirit gets into right, a snowman, right. okay? Ginger Dead Man, Uncle Sam, Hatchet, which, uh, God, you know you don't hear about Hatchet right, much anymore. Right. Those were, I thought they were great. Bud the Chud, Chud too. Okay, okay. Happy Death Day, Freaky, The Babysitter, Mom and Dad. Have you seen Mom and Dad? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh! Write that down. Uh, it's another. It, it it's always a Nick comes case. up. Yeah, it always it's comes up, and I'm like, I got to check this out. It's yeah. great. Lake Placid. Oh yeah. Ghoulies, Seed of Chucky, Critters, Idle Hands, Black Sheep, Piranha 3D, and Tales from the Crypt: Bordello of Blood. Yeah, I also had Sharknado. Oh yeah, yeah, those yeah. are great. And it's funny um, how weird, how good those are, even oh, though they yeah. should not be oh, yeah. good at all. And I don't know why I love this movie, but I do. The Burbs. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in I have that I that okay, so yeah, here's that's coming up. That's got Feldman. It's got Hanks, Feldog, Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I love that movie. Plus the dog in it. 
sweetie. Courtney Gaines, sweetie. Yeah. You know, the little poodle. Yeah. Is the same precious. dog. It, precious. <laughs> from, <laughs> yep, yep. It, what was it from? Uh, Science of Science Lambs. Of That's yep, so yep, funny. Precious. Um, okay, so people who didn't make the second cut. Reanimator. Oh. From Beyond. Bubba Hotep. Bride of Chucky. And Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh. Movies that didn't make the third cut. Deathgasm. Street Trash. Shaun of the Dead. Drag Me to Hell. Things that did not make the fourth cut. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shocker. Puppet Master, The Littlest Shocker. Hike. You're talking about the re- the, the follow-up to uh, um, Rocky Horror? No, no. Uh, that's Shock Treatment. That's Shock Treatment. No, right, I'm, right. I'm thinking about the one with uh, uh, No More Mr. Nice oh, that's guy. when he gets electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is West, that a Wes Craven? Wes Craven, yep. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, except for uh, uh, Megadeth did the worst cover of No More. Yo, yeah, yeah. No More Mr. Nice Guy. Nice guy, me. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, bro, Horrible. you should not have done Horrible. that. Uh, okay, so where am I? Okay, Shocker, Puppet Master, The Little Strike, which is hilarious. Uh, Haosu, which is, uh, is, I think it's a, it's either Chinese, Japanese, oh, okay. dirty knees, right, look at these, right. whatever, but oh it's, I know. But uh, it's uh, it's just the most bizarre ghost haunted house movie of it. If you've never seen H-A-U-S-U, right, right. you need to watch it. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, such a good one. Yeah, Dr. Giggles, yeah. Army of oh, Darkness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. And then I made one last cut. Oh, my God. Fright Night, Slither. Uh, everything I have on here is on your cuts. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basket Case, The Burbs, yeah. Return of the Living Dead, yeah. and Frankenhooker. Every, literally, every my list is your cuts. <laughs> so it's like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, though, that we only... You know, but that, but my, you didn't mention my number one. Let's hear it. All right, you ready? Yep. Um, 1992's. Now, the rest of the world would know this as brain dead. Here oh, yeah. in America, we know it as dead alive. Speaking of Peter Frodo. Jackson. Peter Jackson, yeah. dead alive. If this isn't you, this is the number one uh-huh. horror comedy of all fucking time, <laughs> in my opinion. Like it, I I kick ass in the name of the Lord. I kick ass for the Lord. I yeah. kick ass. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. It's like, yeah. uh, oh shoot, that's. I I just what was I talking about the other day? I was like, yeah, he may not be the first person to kick ass for the Lord, but he right. definitely. You know, oh, dude. But it's like this is the. There's one scene in this movie though that I cannot watch. What? Which one? There's basically this. Uh, I, I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Right. But um, there's this big, like Jello salad, right? Oh, right. And they're passing it around. I don't know if they're right, spitting right. in it or what. But yeah, people's yeah, yeah. ears are falling. It's like, yeah, they're, they're, when they're all like dead yeah. around the table, you know, they do. Yeah, it's, it's like I love it. It's like, oh, the homeowners association is coming up. You know, they're, 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 she's trying to glue her face <sighs> back on it. So. Dude, that grosses dude, me out. Dude, it is one of the goriest movies of all time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what what's a gorier movie? No, you, no, no. no. Yeah. Like maybe like uh oh, what Tokyo Gore Police or right, sure. Meatball Machine or something like that. But, but it's but it's the same kind of like hilarious, right, crazy. Right. Well, not necessarily those those aren't comedies, but they're just so over the top. You're like, right, oh sheesh. Right. And you know, dude, which I love bad taste. Yeah, you know, but Dead Alive is dumb. absolutely. It's it's still hard for me to watch because of that one scene, man. Dude, <laughs> which that's it right there. If it still gets you, oh yeah, yeah. Dead Alive to me, the you know it is so beautiful. Um, Dead Alive, absolutely eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seven point five. Oh, yeah. um, you know why did why did he quit making good movies and all of a sudden start making shitty movies? Oh. Just Peter Jackson. <laughs> What's he doing? Money. 
money. I'm just doing that. Because you, know? so, you, you have to admit, those movies are pretty great. Oh, yeah. Bach, you know, he, the budget was $3 million, right? Yeah. And he only made 242623 in box office. Yeah. So it was a, basically a flop. Well, you also have to, well, and that's true. Right. But a lot of, I mean, especially movies of that time. Right, right. It's like, it's like. Home home video and VHS rentals and that's purchases. what made the movie. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like to I like to say point out in the beginning of the movie they do a scene that in this canyon land where they find the little monkey creature. Oh yeah, Sumerian monkey rat. Right, right, right. Which they do a shot. He does a shot, and then he redoes it in. I believe it's in Return of the King. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like the same place, same camera angle, same shot. No way. Of them walking right past. Yeah. That's funny. So when I was watching Return of the Dead and they did, I'm like. Fucking dead alive right there. Like, that was awesome. I need, to, I need to just. I need to get some balls and watch that again. It's it on just YouTube. Grosses me out. Oh, it's, it's on YouTube. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope it's on Tubi because uh, I meant to say uh, Bonesaw Award winning Tubi, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dead alive, dude. Uh, die Monster Die Shane's band uh-huh. did a song called Dead Alive, and it's nice. It's, you know, it it tells the whole story of Lionel had a problem. His mother was bitten by. <laughs> it's just like, man, it's so good. It's it's, it's such a great movie. I don't. I just don't feel like people remember it. You know. Oh, I, I know, remember that one part. Of it. Good enough. I don't think today's like kids. I don't think kids today know it. You know, or maybe they do. And maybe I I'll no tell clue, you why. You know, maybe yeah. it's because it's so gross that it's old heads. God, it's so beautiful. It, I'm, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna put that into my list right now. Dead alive. I'm gonna make Cassidy watch it. Oh, oh, it is. She wasn't even alive when this came out. <laughs> oh my god! So. <laughs> I saw it in the. Th- I did. I did I see- no, I didn't see it in the theater. It was definitely like I remember looking at the at the box on the VHS yeah. in, the, in the in the VH VHS store, going to the video store. You know, yeah. going. Yeah, I gotta watch this, and took it home like. What the yeah, per it's, it's so good though because yeah. you're just like yeah. and I liked how Peter Jackson shows up in some of his movies just yeah. just this little like rotund like little greasy beard right, and right. all this but stuff. it just gets more and more as the movie progresses I'll, it yeah, just I'll, gets, I'll have to I'll have to check that out for sure yeah dead alive all right so my number one might be a little bit of a cop out because okay. this is everybody's favorite what? horror comedy. This is everybody's favorite uh, in the world. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, not only does this is, is the most endlessly quotable. Right. It stars three of the funniest dudes on the planet. It stars one of uh, the greatest action heroes in horror of our time, and uh, uh, it stars uh, freaking uh, Harold or uh, sorry Rick Moranis who rules. Okay? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Ghostbusters from 1984. Oh. <laughs> like I okay, I get it that yeah, this is 90 yeah, percent. Sure. 90% comedy, sure. right? And Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. Well, Dan that's why I said Bill Murray, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis are yeah. three of the funniest dudes. Ivan Reitman. The uh, Sigourney Weaver was the greatest yeah. action hero of our time oh, because yeah. of the yeah, aliens. Yeah. You know, so, but this movie, like, we all watch this, and I will know every line coming out. This is uh, one. It's, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I, I know it's kind of a cop out. It's, you know, we're all, oh, wait, shit. He's given us, he's given <laughs> us uh, the greasy strangler. He's given right, us, right, you right. know, this and that. Then all of a sudden he cops out the Ghostbusters. That's just how much this movie, I love this movie. It's like, it's a good one. It's, it's oh a, my, yeah, I, yeah, this yeah. is, this is in my top five it's kinda, movies all time. You got to admit, it's kind of like, like in the Yankees. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like rooting for Alabama and right, or right. Georgia. Or be, and, being a Dodgers fan or yeah. a Cowboys fan. It's like, they're going to win. This is, yeah. But the thing is, is sometimes, and I'm not saying it's right about being a, a New York fan or, right, or right, a Yankees, because you're right. wrong, you're idiots. 
But sometimes it's right to like what everyone else likes, you know? And sure, this is, sure. it, it's rare. It's very rare. Yeah. But this is one of those. And Ghostbusters will be one of my favorite movies for all time. It's a good one. And uh, I make no apologies. All right. So It's not dead alive. <laughs> well, no, it's not dead alive. It's it's like the the, the like complete opposite yeah, of the spectrum because this is clean and big budget, and you know we yeah, got yeah. Uh, star, starring like a bunch of names of the time. And yeah, uh, I'll tell you what though, it's like you some of it is just so clever and funny, right? When like we were just uh, me and my wife were just talking about how how uh, like he was like, okay, so let's take if the regular paranormal activity in, in New York was, right, right. was the size of this Twinkie. Last week's would have been the size of Twinkie. It's 35 feet, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, oh, that's a big Twinkie. He comes down <laughs> and he goes, tell him about the Twinkie. It's just, oh my gosh, it is so funny. I die. And Rick Moranis, you know. Uh, uh, he, it, I'll take form of a giant slur. <laughs> slur. Would you like some coffee? Uh. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. <laughs> so I could do that all night. So I'm, I'll try not to. Nice, but, nice. Uh, all right, Ghostbusters. Oh uh, yeah, I got to give it to that one. No, but no, that's good. I mean, I'm glad that we only overlapped. You With know, on the did. one, uh, which on the second one, which is that's you, you what. Yeah, that's like yeah. I mean, come on, come on, Evil Dead Two. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it. So you can still call in, tell us anything we missed, or or if we're idiots, or. Higher, lower. We, I mean, I don't care about your opinion. <laughs> yeah. But if you call in, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, that we just want you to call in. I guess. Yeah. yeah let's think. hear your list of horror comedy. And still call it in. You know. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And uh, so, um, also, what was the question of the episode again? The question of the episode: Which producer or director has been consistently awesome throughout their career? That's a that's a really good one, actually. So yeah, good news. Um. Yeah, so I guess that's all we got. Um, next up, we got Naughty Nuns. I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm gonna choose a couple of good ones. I'm gonna lock myself in the room in my room for like a week. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to make sure that my wife is out working and or something <laughs> like that, or, or she's she's off with her friends or her family, and I'll be like, ooh, time to put on the naughty the right, Naughty right. Nuns. Oh, one thing I we forgot to bring up oh. was uh, I was watching last night. I was watching uh, one of one of my all time favorite. Elm Street 3. Oh, yeah, uh, Dream, Dream Wars. Warriors, right, mm-hmm. which I totally forgot until it was there. One of the definite running for best rack in horror. Who? The nurse. Oh, yeah, the one that was the camp. No, no. Yeah, the one with the, with the, 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 the deaf mute kid, guy. The mute yeah. kid. Yeah, 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 not deaf, mute, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, and she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when she, Bro, like, like, I, like I said, yeah. like when you say that came with that question, this is not me. I'll talk about it, but all right, okay. I'm not making a list or yeah, anything. I want to hear your list of best I'm racks. Not, I'm not going. I'm not going to do horror, that. You know? I am too righteous and it's an ongoing list. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fluid. It's a list. it's a it's a uh, it's a living document. Yeah, it's a living <laughs> document of a list, just like boobs should be. Uh, a living and growing document. <laughs> growing document. <laughs> all right. So yeah. okay. So yeah, like I said, call it in three eight five three five one nine two seven three. 385-351-9273. Don't forget to call in, tell your friends about us. But uh, since that's all we got for this episode, we will catch you guys later. Say bye. Bye. All right. Oh, man,